so I wanted a toy for Christmas, right? I, 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 I think the one that I... It was like a, a Hot Wheels kind of thing. And it was like yep. a... It looked like a like the, the torso and face and arms of a robot. And you uh, were... Uh, it, it was like a track that went through it, basically. Oh, and, I think I know what you mean. And it had like a... It had like different different like action scenes where there was even like some some green goo or uh, like uh, there there was also a washing station like uh, afterwards. Oh my like god! A, like yeah, I, think I know exactly what we're talking about. Yes, and I I wanted that one. And uh, actually, in hindsight, those things weren't expensive. Like they just objectively, as a you know, uh, someone coming from like a middle class family, that's like. Yeah. It wasn't expensive. It was like, I think, like 40, 50 bucks or something like that. And um, so my parents gave that to me and I was so happy. And then I uh, played with it, right? And I uh, took all my, like, my nicest Hot Wheels cars that I had. I had so many. <laughs> Dude, I had like, and it wasn't just Hot Wheels. It was a lot of off-brand as well and like some Matchbox and whatever. And and uh, I-, I took the best of them I had. I remember I had like a, like a, 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 a true to scale model of like a Cobra. I'm not sure if you know those cars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. And um, that was that was one of those old like massive ones, like not the plastic ones, but like a massive metal one. And like also a model? like, yeah, kind of. But but I think originally probably it was a model, and I just mis- misused it because it was a stupid <laughs> child. Um, you could even like like open the hood and stuff. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. And I took that and uh, I had it run through like the track, like that robot track, right? And it landed in the green goo pit. And it came out of there and it was just, it was drenched. <laughs> it, was, oh. it was drenched in this green sticky goo. And so naturally, because I was a stupid fucking kid, I was like, hey, there's this car wash that's like the next logical station within this track. <laughs> Um, you only had to fill like a little bit of water and soap in there and uh, then you basically just pushed your car through a couple of times and then it yeah. would wash it and it only made it like worse. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure what this goo was made of um, but it, it, it did not like dissolve with the, the kind of soap that I used uh-huh. and it, it just like permanently got stuck because I was, oh, I was, I was no. getting so fr- I was so I was getting so frustrated at this that I just left the car there overnight, basically, so it dried up. And it, it was, like, in all the crevasses and, like, every every little, like, notch that my, my car had. And it was, oh, fuck, it was horrible. And it was my favorite Hot Wheels car. And it, oh, it, it just, it got ruined by that. So, naturally, I was complaining to my parents. And my dad was like, yeah, that's what you get when you want a shit toy like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell dad like chill i'm like eight <laughs> why why dad this is a wendy's <laughs> friends apart oh fuck yeah yeah but yeah well it's uh so point I, uh, is parents are horrible yeah did, did yeah. you start recording yeah sure Oh, okay. Um, okay, I have a similar story yeah. uh, to that kind of. I um, I was obsessed. 
Okay, I don't remember the specific Hot Wheels car, but I currently still have a massive collection of Hot Wheels cars. Yeah. I have I have like several hundred and they're all none of them are like those dumb fucking like Hot Wheels designed like souped up exaggerated cars with like massive wheels and exhaust pipes and shit. They're all like real cars. Mm-hmm. Um because I love automobiles. Yeah. Uh so I think it was like a Toyota MR2 or something like that. Like it was a or a Skyline, maybe it was a Nissan Skyline. Um it was a it was a very rare model and I was very excited to find it. I was just in the Toys R Us with my dad and I saw it there and I was like <gasps> I gotta get it. I gotta get it. And I would normally, <laughs> because my father felt the guilt of abandoning me through a divorce, he um, <laughs> he ended up uh, purchasing me like a new Hot Wheels car every single weekend. So I, 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 w- asked, I, w- I wasn't laughing at your dad abandoning you. By the way, I was laughing oh. at uh, uh, the, the the inference that you took right there. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> just just to be clear on that, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I I amassed this collection. I I still I don't remember. I want to say it was a Supra or MR2 Skyline. Yeah. Anyone who likes cars yeah. who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got it, and I was like, it was a yellow. It had a spoiler, and I was like, this is mm-hmm. the most bitchin' prized possession of a Hot Wheels car I have. And um, I don't know why my dog thought that <laughs> no that it wanted to <laughs> taste the car. No. Or why I thought it was a good idea to leave it oh. on the coffee table. <laughs> but I went outside for a... No, no. I came out... I was looking for my car. I came downstairs. It was not on the coffee table. Oh. And I was like... I, And then so the living room is like... There's a big window. And I looked outside mm-hmm. and I saw my dog chewing on something outside. And I went outside... Oh. And uh, lo and behold, she was snacking on this um, this Hot Wheels car, and it was just like mangled beyond repair. Oh, like, okay, no. it's it's metal. I don't know why you're chewing on a metal thing to begin with, but um, oh shit! And I I was so upset. I was so yeah, upset. Sure. I was just like, it was raging, and I wanted to kick my dog, and I was just like, ah, my, my oh. prize Toyota MR2, like. <laughs> no. Oh um, man, I feel so horrible for you. you must have been heartbroken. Well, I see I found another one and it was mm-hmm. like t- two years later or something or mm-hmm. like, and it wasn't the same color and it didn't have the same cool graphics on the sides or anything. Yeah. So it was just never the same again. It was just the damage was done there. Oh, fuck. And dude. that was the, the last fir- Hot Wheels car I ever bought. Ah, the first cut is the deepest, right? That's right. Shit. Yeah. I know that all too well. Oh, man. Um <laughs> Yeah, buddy. So there's we have a couple of things on our agenda, um, mainly brought up item by one. Our, <laughs> yeah, item <laughs> one. So um, about your uh, company expenses for travel. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> why why did you go to Morocco? Just 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 curious. Was there anything for you there? Was there like was it was it worth the two hundred thousand? No, nothing to say. Look, okay, good. So, Item two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 there are certain uh, practices and principles that are, are not designed or uh, endorsed by me uh, or affiliates <laughs> thereof. Um, but uh, <laughs> you corporate motherfucker. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I'm um, speak my ass out of this. Yeah. So, um, you you sent me something this week, which uh, we we definitely <laughs> gotta talk about. It's it's kind of weird. So, just for anyone out there uh, who is planning on like doing a podcast with a friend, there are a couple of aspects that will change <laughs> um, for for your friendship, and one of those is. That when uh, a friend sends you something, um, like in WhatsApp, something, whatever, um, usually you would react to this, right? You you would be like, uh, oh, dude, stop sending me pics of your dad cat, like, whatever. But uh, now it's like, hey, I really want to react to this, but can we just do that on the podcast? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh man. And I, I, I felt so sorry because I had so many thoughts about that. But okay, okay, let's let's just get into this, okay? So yeah. Um IKEA. We all love it. Uh some of us hate it. Um some of us only hate aspects of it, i.e. the lower area. Um but Oh, you so, hate the lower area. Oh fuck, I, I hate it so much. It's like there's okay, just all right. Just, just, oh no, wait, sorry, oh god, no, I gotta backtrack on this, oh shit, (laughs) okay, retraction, so, wait a second, the upper area is the one with, with like, the exhibition, right? That's the labyrinth, yeah, you gotta go through every single... Oh shit, no, then I had the upper area, so I had the exhibition, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, the lower bar is quite, quite cool, you get like a bunch of kitchen gadgets that last for like half a year and then you just go to ikea and buy another one for like two <laughs> euros thereby just contributing to the just eternal mountain of waste that we as humans are accumulating uh thereby just trashing and destroying our planet and uh increasing the suffering of animals fauna and flora um on this planet so what don't I'm worry it's all is, recycled though <laughs> <laughs> yes that's called greenwashing my dude so <laughs> <laughs> so, what is that in Swedish? Henkelvashen. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So, um, apparently, IKEA now has a gaming furniture. That was what you sent to me. So, just for your dear yeah. listeners, that's what, what Jason sent to me out of the blue. And naturally, uh, I was going to be like, I sure hope they put some Mountain Dew in those meatballs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was quite interesting. So I, I, I looked at some of the items, okay? I actually got mm-hmm. the website up here because I, I'm uh, prepared as fuck today. So um, first of all, what I wanted to ask you just to, to um, you know, exterminate any confusion that might be out there yeah. is, because you've lived in Germany, um, is IKEA in Germany the same as in Canada, basically? It's identical. It's kind okay. of frightening how identical it is. Like literally the the English would be swapped for German and mm-hmm. it would be the exact same. And that's kind of I I do get uh mm. uh I really enjoy going to IKEA because for like a brief second I pr- I can pretend that I'm I'm back in Germany without having to hop on a plane. Ha, holy fuck. I didn't okay, I didn't So I I wasn't quite sure about that because Mm, I so for example for McDonald's just as an example um, it's what you've told me but also what I've heard from like plenty of people from other uh, countries is like you have a certain amount of items that are identical like the cheeseburger hamburger whatever mm-hmm. um, they might have different names but they 
are pretty much the same. I mean, just, you know, reminding you of the famous pop fiction scene like they, they call the quarter the a royale. Yeah. So that's uh no a royale of cheese. Yeah, that's it. So um but most of it is quite identical, but there's some like just, you know, changes particular to the country that you're in. Um, so I figured that maybe IKEA would also like adjust to that just a little. I don't know in which way they would, because I don't know like I don't know anything about the like psychology mm, and mm-hmm. uh, uh like economics of <laughs> of a of a uh, <laughs> furniture store, I guess. I I'm not even sure if you can call IKEA that anymore. Like, yes, they're selling a lot of furniture, but like all the like utilities and stuff that you can buy there. Mm. Um it's it's a lot. Yeah, so anyways, now they're um, also selling gaming uh, desks and chairs. Um, I'm just quickly going to switch this website to English because um, otherwise <laughs> it's, it's going to take me ages. Do you think Uta Spellara is going to be pronounced differently? <laughs> actually, let's check that. So <laughs> there's... Fuck, it's actually exactly the same. Uta Spellara. <laughs> Okay, yeah, they've got a system, dude. Like, we should all just be like Swedes. Just I think they're I think they're too big to have regional variation in products because mm-hmm. they their cost drives down based on the volume that they produce. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. However, I will say now that I think about it, the food that they offer at the food court varies a little bit. So they obviously have like the the meatballs and stuff that's mm-hmm. the same everywhere. But for instance, we also have poutine at my IKEA. Mm-hmm. And like butter chicken for some reason. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, that's actually weird. Why? <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, because Canada's famously Indian. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they have, okay, they offer gaming desks, gaming chairs, uh, gaming desks and chair sets, <laughs> and gaming accessories. So, since, I mean, both, both you and I, we're both, uh, uh, well, I wouldn't, call us like hardcore gamers but like we're we've always been around video games yeah you, yeah you definitely were yeah okay well yeah sorry i i i, I again have no, to i used to think i was here. i don't know if i actually was well i kind of depends on the definition right i mean yeah. do you have to be successful to be a hardcore gamer i don't think so you just no. have to have no social life and not only like <laughs> spent your acne ridden existence in front of a computer check it's like and check <laughs> yeah so um okay let's just let's just start with the simple stuff okay like the gaming desks and chair sets i mean that's that's i'm just fascinated because obviously i mean there there's this kind of you probably you know names of things um I, i'm familiar like, like the 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 uh chair design that they also use like mm-hmm. i know that like pewdiepie has this uh gaming chair which is based off the same like kind of uh, design. I'm not sure how you would call that. Like yeah, there's t- um, there's like a one company that's really well known that makes yeah. them. I can't remember mm-hmm. the name of it now, but I know what you mean exactly. Yeah, so it seems like they've taken that and like it looks like they've they've simplified it a little, like uh, streamlined it or just slimmed it down a little. Um, doesn't look as well, I mean, it still looks. It looks a little bit more space efficient. <laughs> yeah, and definitely less colorful than most of the chairs that you would see. Yeah, uh, more more sleek, I, I would guess. Um, 
and it it looks like a like a cross between a, a, a car seat and a couch. It's kind of like one of those um, weird um, vinyl couches that you'd see in like a automotive garage in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so you have that, and it was actually a spot on description. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I keep looking at this channel like yes, yes, that's that's exactly where it would be. <laughs> um holy fuck, they have like okay dude, go to the like the, the Utis Blavi gaming desk and chair black. Mm-hmm. And there's like in the gallery there's like one picture <laughs> where they, holy fuck, they went like Tron on our asses. Oh um, let's see. There's like a, a picture where it's the Wow the ga- Yeah, you see what I mean? So how would you sure best describe is, it? Um, uh, anyone who's seen Community and knows the uh, Dreamatorium with the tape on the walls in a grid. Um, right. This is demonstrating a desk and chair in possibly the scariest room you could ever <laughs> game in. Uh, kind of like a cross between... Um, <laughs> there's a movie called Cell, I think. Yeah, uh, where they're trapped in like a giant cube or what or cube maybe it's cube it's cross cube. between that and the you mean cube, <laughs> cube yeah. and the dreamatorium it's a <laughs> yeah holy shit i mean it's just imagine sitting in this sterile room just that's what i imagine that like korean starcraft players are, are training <laughs> at just a completely they're hydrated room. just through misters in the wall <laughs> right probably by infusion Holy okay, shit. so the thing, the the fun, the things, uh, some simple, simple, simple ah, oh my god, what the fuck was that? Some <laughs> that simple was horrible, observations. Um, yeah. I recognize these desks from their um, basic desk lineup. It seems that they've painted them black <laughs> <laughs> and uh, accompanied a chair. Like gaming chairs in general, look like they're designed to be to go really fast. Like they're. <laughs> They look like they somebody like ripped out a Ferrari seat, sat it upright yeah. on like a, a little thing. And the irony is that no one ever who self-identifies as a gamer is ever going to be at any appreciable appreciable velocity. Like that's just <laughs> <a> fact. <laughs> oh man, um, I think we just lost the like literally the only demographic that was listening. <laughs> so um, it's a it's a yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, right. They they have like the the cushioning on the side, right, to like fit you in even better into the seat. And I mean, I've never sat in one of those chairs. Um, I imagine there must be a reason why they they just became that widespread. I can't imagine. I think it's they just look just cool, out. though. You think I've so? Sat, like I've sat. In, I've I've seen reviews of people, and they're like, they're actually not that comfortable. Because mm-hmm. I I mean may, maybe that's it could have just been one person's subjective. Opinion, okay but um yeah so what you're totally also like spot on is they've they've literally just taken the um very basic desk that they have painted the black and they oh they've added like a metal um like a like a mesh mm. um at the the like end towards the wall so there's like increased ventilation i would guess um they should also add this uh on the seat i i would guess that would be a very Mm-hmm. Very good idea, um, and they've also put a just a. It's 
it's height okay it's height adjustable actually that's that's quite neat that's it's kind of cool that, that's kind of cool it's i mean it it also seems to work quite quite easily i don't know i think there might be i mean for the whole set is like 300 uh canadian dollars um, i mean if somebody's looking to to is like would have been interested in buying this kind of stuff yeah before they saw ikea they would definitely be interested <clears throat> after just because like mm-hmm. i would say it's well executed for the price and definitely will attract people i'd say the the absolute sleeper product in this whole thing is actually the uh live streaming ring light with phone holder like that's kind of a clutch thing i yeah it's do, do you mean the, the 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 one in the uh wait a second sorry i gotta go back where do you mean uh I don't, I don't know. It's past the past the weird wooden hand <laughs> and the neck pillow. <laughs> okay. So yes. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. You know, the Lana is kind of cool. So, yeah. And if we uh, ever do a, a video version of this podcast, I would probably get that instead of like the hundred dollar one on yeah. on Amazon. Um, but I I do not want to just hush over the weird wooden hand because. <laughs> There are thoughts that I have. <laughs> it's called an accessory hand. Does that mean it holds the accessory or are, <laughs> is so, it the accessory? So let me just say, there's, I think, a reason why the hand only, like the thumb, only closes perpendicularly to the hand. <laughs> it's It avoids <laughs> motions. That might be of interest to certain rat pillars out there. <laughs> it looks like it holds something pretty firmly. Yes, it, it has a tight grasp on whatever it's holding, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but they've also, I think, intentionally made it in quite a like a cubic, uh, very, very geometric design. Um, <laughs> it's... I don't... I don't it's a novelty item i would i would say it's, it's yeah 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 well why not why not but okay there's there's a couple more things so there <laughs> there's the neck pillow oh god <laughs> the, the neck pillow <laughs> the neck pillow on a fucking model it looks like it's choking around <laughs> it looks so tight and uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> why would why do you want to have that why does it have like buckles? <laughs> how much how much raging are you doing? Like <laughs> you Oh, they have to like a, You think it's like <laughs> You think it's like an airbag for raging. <laughs> uh oh and you oh, oh god. I like how they have somebody like they have a model wearing it clearly but then they also mm-hmm. have like another model who's got very vibrant blue hair and nose rings yes, just to like that's what gamers say look, like. <laughs> look you can be a real person and wear this too dude they got two models they <laughs> they got an asian girl and a blue haired girl with a nose okay ring. actually can we talk about the weird um slot wall holder yeah, of accessories thank you. i was just looking at so i know so this is like 
for everyone who's who's familiar in like a workshop, you would have those like um, grid looking things that you can mount to the wall uh, where you can like, you know, put your, your tools um, in quite a like space efficient way. They've done the same thing um, for a, I w- I, well, I would guess for your spare keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> they they keep around because you know you you never know <laughs> could could be of importance. There's like cables, there's like plugs, there's scissors. Uh, and, and and is that a that's your grab and go keyboard in case you got a land party you gotta you gotta be at or something. <laughs> Holy fuck! I, I, I don't know. There's a very just a intentionally off brand looking controller. Um, <laughs> it's it's just it's confusing i don't know so so far um i think if okay who would this <laughs> okay so about the neck pillow i'm not sure i just i have no words for that i i cannot imagine someone who's like yeah this one let's see what they say story game okay so that's the story of the neck pillow okay game on at ikea we have experience of life at home but we're beginners in the gaming world that's why we decided to team up with recognized experts from Republic Gamers ROG. I've never never heard of them, but that's actually a pretty big deal. I was I was kind of blown away. They are basically a division of Asus. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. And yeah. they like all of the AMD shit that they make is all like then they make monitors that are Republic of Gamers. So, like it's it's uh-huh. pretty big brand if you search for it. I, all right, it's, all right, it's pretty cool. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's hand it to them then. So, to better understand... It still doesn't fucking explain that weird-ass neck pillow. To better <laughs> understand what everyday life is like for devoted PC gamers... Oh, neck pain. It's so much neck pain. Um, it resulted in desks, chairs, storage, and accessories that can help more players to more victories. Ask any gamer and they'll tell you gaming is more than a fun pastime. It's a way to wind down and connect with others. For some, even a livelihood. When Sofia Viktorsson, one okay. of our product developers, started working with a new range for passionate players, she stepped into a completely new universe. The gaming world. We level up to help more gamers. Oh, fuck. I hate it when companies do that. I fucking hate it when companies just, just slight stupid ass fucking play on words <laughs> in there which is just it's we level up to help more get fuck you okay <sighs> calm down okay get, okay breathe okay. man breathe i think i knew one of those neck pillows dude um we, we cooperated with rg the whole time and met both professional and high performance gamers tell sophia when she and the team got to pick the brains of the players and watch them in action, it became clearer when IKEA can make a difference. We saw a need for comfortable and ergonomic chairs and aids for long gaming sessions, stable furniture and accessories that improve the precision and smart storage for the hardware. But we also developed solutions that make it easier to eat and drink without spill while playing. Fair enough. I still want to know <laughs> what the fuck the snack pillow is. Okay. I've <laughs> I, got, they do I've not got, explain that. So I sent you something on Discord. That's yeah. uh, one of the promo pictures of the what looks like a <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you when you're hanging out with Face Clan and you still want to jerk off, right? Okay, so it 
<laughs> okay, so I'm looking at expanded view. It actually looks like it's a snuggie with a built-in pillow on the front. With a m- okay, so this is anyone who uh, who knows about 1940s fashion. Uh, a muff. <laughs> 1940s fashion. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. basically a fur tube <laughs> to warm your hands. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Don't scroll yeah, to the bottom d- of the. Just, oh no! J- j- just describe. Just describe what, what, uh, what would it actually look in it? There's, I mean, there's a. So this gentleman has um, is retiring from a long session of uh, of Heroes of New Earth, <laughs> and he uh, he fancies uh, that he's gonna just just relax a little bit, and uh, you know he needs to get. You know, but he but he's still on Discord and he's still uh, live streaming, so he's got to multitask basically. So, um, what this what this unique pillow uh, <laughs> appears to be providing mm-hmm. is um, is uh, <laughs> cover. <laughs> it yeah. provides cover. <laughs> it provides cover for uh, otherwise. Um, it, it's it's jerk activities. off camouflage. It's exactly what it is. Um, <sighs> okay, so. You're not on the page, but uh, I I am on the page now. <laughs> okay, well, don't scroll to the bottom. I'm gonna we're gonna play a little game where you guess what product this goes well with. <laughs> uh, okay, I didn't. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, All right. So the so the multifunctional cushion blanket. Well, the hand. Yeah. Oh fucking I hate it. When it comes to jerking off, just. You know, on the cover, I got you, dude. I got you. Okay. So it's it's what's just so weird about this is that it's not a. So you were describing the muff aspect of it, mm-hmm. which is definitely an aspect of it because, uh, as it as it states clearly, uh, for thirty dollars you get a multifunctional cushion slash blanket, but. It is a so unfolded. It looks like a like a hoodie with like an extended bottom. It looks basically. like a snuggie with a with a Teletubby kind of weird. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Popo, and um, <laughs> yeah. So what? Whatever it. What the fuck is that? Also supposed to be like a like a, like a support for your for your elbows when you. I'm so confused. So so far. I gotta say, I mean the the uh, streaming thing, the li- like ring light with with phone holder, that is I think actually quite neat. I think it has a um, it has application for people that maybe are just getting into streaming. Like for for thirty dollars, yeah. you you get a ring light, which I mean, <laughs> problem is ring light doesn't mean soft light, right? So. I I don't know about the light. If it's a very very cold, very like strong light, it's still shit, and you will still probably need to cover it with something. Um, yeah, and that's true. and the ring, like the the hollow part of it in the middle, is uh, quite small. So the fact that the ring light, like with you know not just scorching your face with light uh, <laughs> a- aspect of it, it's I don't think this is provided too well. But I think it's a it's a nice idea if if you have like if you have a kid for example that's like I don't know like fourteen fifteen and it's like hey I want to get into Twitch streaming and um, uh, yeah for sure to have that yeah sure I don't think it's a bad idea um, the mouse bungee is something that I've also seen 
Uh, you seen that? Yeah, I don't but, quite get it. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, know I, how I, heavy I, your I mouse cable is, but <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not the point of it. The point is that it like keeps it at a length that is not disturbing you. So it uh. it provides enough length so it can move around, um, and it like extends the cable when you're pulling on it. But so apparently it does so naturally, so you don't have to like pull through resistance. Um, but when you're going back like towards the bungee, it'll it'll like feed it through the bungee and just take it away from you. So you never have like the the cord mess around. Basically, I mm-hmm. think that's the logic behind it. I think it's also quite neat. So they've definitely, you know, put some thought into this and with you saying that uh this this rg company is is a very renowned company in, in the space it definitely does make sense and i gotta say i commend ikea because isn't it just fucking weird how gaming is like one of the biggest entertainment sectors in the world and it's it, still yeah, so it came from like this like shameful hobby that used only nerds used and it to still play. is dude it still is like my father-in-law he's never like in his life i'm very sure never played like a video game like not even like it. an arcade like in a mall no. or something i mean yeah he might have like given it a try like semi ironically um mm-hmm. but he's a very like you know like uh building things in his spare time and like uh mm-hmm. going out in nature kind of guy and, and stuff and and I appreciate that aspect too of life, but I also have this aspect of gaming, which, in my opinion, uh, like regardless, because a lot of people I feel like are anytime someone someone tells them, yeah, gaming is just a waste of time. Um, a lot of people go to two places for their like argument they're about to make. Either yeah. they're like um, going to the place of uh, you know it's good for you because it increases your like hand-eye coordination and it like uh, keeps your mind active and blah, blah blah which yeah is true or they go to the place of well it's a lot of games of like interactive movies like that's kind of hmm. kind of the two places that i see a lot of people resort to when they're mm-hmm. like quote, quote unquote defending why they're playing video games for me it's it's just it's so strange that this like multi-billion dollar industry that has just you know impacted the life of just hundreds of millions of people probably billions of people um it's still something where it's like you always have to defend yourself about um like against allegations of like yeah video games increase violence like that's always Mm -hmm, like the mm -hmm. first thing i hear yeah i think it's i think it's on its way out a little bit but it's definitely mm -hmm. still the probably the first go-to that especially parents think about Mm mm-hmm Yes, definitely. And this is I mean, I gotta say, I'm not I'm not sure if I would would, would have my kid like play fucking GTA uh, probably seven then. Oh well, let's be realistic, then probably still GTA five. Um <laughs> when you know when a kid is like ten or twelve. Probably not, because I think in a lot of games there's aspects that are way worse than violence, actually. Um when I'm like, no, I, I, don't, I don't think that a kid has to be, you know, confronted with that. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, PG stickers don't really <laughs> mean a whole lot anymore. Um, 
but I think no. there's a reason why they're on there. But there's also obviously a lot of examples, especially with movies where like, why the fuck is that like a? It's because like, like art, it's it's like yeah. a threshold, and said they they said it one time. They have to put yeah. put a thing on. Yeah. Um, I I so I'm you know as I'm an upcoming parent, I started reading this or I finished it now. A book called The Danish Way of Parenting, um, mm-hmm. because so it's based on the re uh, the results of these like global surveys of happiness, and the Danish people have uh, for like twenty plus years in a row been voted the happiest people in the world, oh, um, and they and they have like super you know strong self. Uh, identifying like children who are very confident and um, and capable and and basically obviously like and then they raise the same kind of kids but they're like examining what exactly they do differently than in particular contrast to to like the U.S. because uh, obviously that's not the case um, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things was um, not how can I put it in their context, but kind of just adapting it to video games was one of, was uh, not whitewashing or hiding bad things and tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and, and, and failure in general. So like, it was like when you're reading kids and uh, stories and books and getting them books, mm-hmm. you should get them books that are like about happy things, but also stories that are like really sad and upsetting. Yeah, because those suckers they, are going to read <clears throat> Animal Farm when they're like five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, it's like, basically, um, in the words of uh, Groundskeeper Willie, life's not, it's time he's learned that life's not one big party. Like, that, uh, <laughs> that, was, they, that was a good <laughs> accent, dude. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just t- like not hiding the bad shit from them. And the yeah. other thing was like, uh, it was like when your kid does like sucks at something like say they were playing football and then Mm. they were like really upset that they lost and they're like i I sucked today most north american parents would be like no you didn't you did great and what you should actually do is be like yeah you did but at least you didn't break your arm yeah and uh and we'll just we'll practice at home and yeah you'll, you'll do better next time and like that's that's uh that is there's, just there's, not done here. There's a lot to that. I totally agree. I, I think it's a that's a very interesting, very interesting approach. I mean, mm-hmm. especially with the with the last thing about um, like let's just take this example of sports. Um, the participation trophy, I think, is probably one of the worst inventions of the last I don't know, like 34 years. <laughs> I would agree with that. That is just so fucking dumb, right? Because mm-hmm. back, I mean, yeah, it it probably, you know, it 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 may have decreased like jock culture. You know what I mean? It's like y- mm-hmm. you're not even like a winner or a loser, especially when it comes to to sports. But I get that maybe, maybe to some extent when it's like a school thing, right? And the kids are like I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years old. And uh, I get that, like, in a tournament, there will still be, like, you know, you, you get, like, your little, um, not an award, like, not a trophy, but just at least some recognition that you participated. Yeah. Because yeah. you made an effort. That's that's commendable. Mm, but you, you shouldn't be treated like you won something. 
And um, <laughs> the the I, I think the kids nowadays need more hype around winning in sports. That's I think that that's the whole thing. Like still, you can still give out participation trophies, but if you don't like create some hype about winning something, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get kids interested in winning. <laughs> like you should get like fucking naked cheerleaders just like jumping around the place. Seventy two virgins. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, <laughs> and it's so. Yeah, I I totally agree. It's it's definitely a uh, it's a problem and. It leads to a generation uh, that will, you know, will think that everything that they do, no matter how good or bad of an effort it was, is something that needs to be acknowledged, right? Uh, in yeah. a, in a in a positive way, and that's just no. I mean, if you, I, I totally agree. If you suck, you you suck, and that's okay. <laughs> Son, um, I, you suck, dude. When I uh, look, so. When I played like football, so soccer for mm-hmm. um, like twelve, yeah, pretty much twelve years, uh, I was a goalkeeper. I was a very good goalkeeper actually, um, as a kid still. And I started to get progressively worse the older I got. So I like from my, my prime. So my my athletic prime, I would say, was between like six and ten years of age. Uh, I was at my height, uh-huh. and. Uh, after that, it just went downhill like fast. <laughs> and I remember we had so. I, I think especially if you're American and you're, and you're listening, um, you you've probably never watched a whole lot of soccer in your in your life. Um, and not reason, a, not a lot, no. Yes, and the reason being is, and I, I totally understand that is that in, in in football there there's not so in soccer there's I'm just gonna keep saying soccer from now on just to avoid any confusion. Um, so in soccer, there's just not a whole lot of action if you're not used to the sport. If you if you are used to the sport, you're also mostly going to enjoy even the calmer periods of the game. Whereas, like for American football, uh, base oh well, baseball maybe not, but especially American football, baseball is just nonstop uh, snooze fest. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I was backtracking on that. But uh, <laughs> so so American football is definitely you have like constant action basically. Um, and that's not the case for, for, for soccer. So uh, usually a good game would be like, you know, someone won like three to zero. Like, yeah, that would be a decent game. Uh, if someone's like five to zero or something, that's, that, is, that is insanely good. So we lost 20 to one oh. when <laughs> I was like, I think it must be like 11, <laughs> like 10 or 11 or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the goalkeeper. And I, I still, I still look. It wasn't my fault. It, it wasn't my fucking fault. There was no defense. It was non-existent. Uh, there was a, his name was Robert. I still remember him vividly. This fucking guy who was supposed to be like the lead of our defense. Like he, he, he was so good the season before. He just started to suck. And uh, it was, it was a horrible game. It was traumatizing <laughs> and uh it was raining as well which just made everything just more miserable and uh after all, you know i still try to like catch the balls but fucking hell <laughs> it was it was 20 to 1 there's not much that i can say about that okay That's so pretty, yeah you- <laughs> so so point is after that game none of our parents because we were like 10 11 so all of our parents were, were watching right None of our parents 
None. We're like, you know, honey, I mean, that wasn't too bad, was it? Like, no, there was just, there was silence. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there, was, there was no words Wow, that all. sucked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you would hear this, exactly, you would hear this occasional just that. It was like, uh, I just fucking spent two hours of my, of my weekend for this shit, like. <laughs> for fucking real and then you have like the <coughs> other side of the winners where like literally everyone apart from the goalkeeper scored a goal at least once <laughs> and it was, it was it was fucking horrible that's pretty what brutal I, and so yeah we knew we sucked and i think it's important for kids to to know that right yeah just, see i i have a feeling i don't know how much overlap i it would be it would be, I think, ignorant of me to assume that there is like the amount of overlap between like Denmark and Germany and like, mm. you know, Finland, Sweden and and the, um, <clears throat> that other fucking country, uh, uh, <laughs> Netherlands. Um, and, I think and it would Norway. be. I think no it would one be, cares about those fuckers. Oh, yeah, right. Norway, right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, it would be, I think it would be ignorant of me to assume that everyone's raised the same, but I, it wouldn't, I don't think it's unreasonable to believe that like those European countries have a lot of overlap that Venn, those Venn diagrams, there's, there's more overlap than say North America and nor and, and like any of them. Yeah. Um, but so the, the book actually kind of addresses the, what mm-hmm. you were saying in two ways too. Um, and one of them was like, it's really harmful to praise a child for, a superficial quality like being mm-hmm. smart mm-hmm. Um, because they become like really uh, th- they don't take risks after that because it anytime they become afraid of failing because mm-hmm. anytime they do it makes them not look smart and anytime that they do yeah. fail they're really 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 hard on themselves so they're like you shouldn't I mean you can say it sometimes but the majority of the time you shouldn't praise them for being smart or like pretty or something like that you need to praise the process that they're doing so like if they made like a piece of art you say like i really like how you use these lines to do it this way instead of saying Mm -hmm. wow this is really great you're a good artist because it isn't ultimately so like in the same way that would be like the equivalent of giving them a participation trophy and saying you did a great job no you fucking didn't (laughs) um uh yeah, and then the other thing, which I am now completely blanking on, um, <clears throat> uh, was was significant. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I I really like this approach. So um, I actually remember. So when when I was a when I was a kid, my my parents used to give me this nickname, um, little professor, which mm. was because I like as a kid I was like interested in everything like i was uh as good at school i was very like as a like six or seven field like i was able to write and read when i was like five mm-hmm. and yeah, me too. um so that's why like from from the parents it was always just like yeah you're so smart you're so smart and i can like i 100 percent relate to what you just said well what the book said um and you just, I guess, uh, regurgitated here. Um, yep. Is it's all original. <laughs> is that um, 
it, it I, I think a lot of like the 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 um, shame as a kid that you feel um, and that I felt back then uh, definitely derived from that. I think that's a very um, very very interesting point. <laughs> but also. Remember. I, sorry yeah yeah go go ahead go ahead i remember the other one. Oh, the other one so yeah um uh, you were mentioning like uh, emphasis on winning and stuff and i mm-hmm. i do actually tend to agree with that um the way the book framed it was um so the way you tackle that obviously that kind of stems from the parents influence on like them being the best because in like North American sports a lot like people focus on the individual players like Tom Brady for instance like you even know who Tom Brady is yeah um uh and then like basketball players yeah 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 right I was just gonna go there like Michael Jordan everyone yeah yeah, exactly like people know the players and when the Mm -hmm. players do really well they sell it they idolize the players um but like so in Denmark it they call it reframing but essentially you from a very early on, you always refer to things in a we sense. So like it be it in a relationship mm-hmm. or a sports team, it's not I won or like I did really well. It's we did really well. We won. So like you can emphasize winning. Absolutely. But emphasize it as a team effort and a team result yeah. instead of like, you know, getting a first place, second place thing. Like, and, um, I don't know if it translates directly, but uh it yeah. it definitely it definitely does because i think what it what it probably leads to just just assuming here but what it probably leads to is that just take a take a team task that you have to uh solve right um for example in, in just in university for example mm-hmm. and uh you got to make a presentation and in the end there's people that contributed more and contributed less and people that contributed more will be unhappy that the others contributed less and will also take more pride if they get a good grade for the presentation. But if the team gets a bad grade, uh, they will immediately just be angry with the others and also, you know, self-reflect in a bad way. However, if you see that as an like if everyone in the team sees it as a collective effort, which is which it's supposed to be, right? Um, this would probably lead to a bigger just, you know, satisfaction for everyone while performing the task. Mm-hmm. And also putting less ego in there. So less uh potential for conflict, I would I would guess. Hmm. And this would I, I would imagine this definitely like taking this particular scenario and just you know uh translating it to like everyday situations in your family and and whatever would definitely lead to a bigger overall just happiness probably because you Mm. i think a lot of unhappiness is just caused by uh no big ego and um false expectations i would guess that's that's yeah that's definitely yeah. gonna be the title of expecting the big ego <laughs> false expectations <laughs> it's pretty pretty true honestly it's like yeah we're you know especially uh okay so we just finished all of this kind of contextually we just finished watching a danish crime series called the chestnut man oh shut up about that don't spoil me anything because I won't we spoil are about to watch that for you. okay i won't it, spoil but it. Is, is it good though it's excellent it's excellent awesome okay yeah um Mm -hmm. so it's 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 i think it's run by the same creator of a of an english show called the killing which was also oh that was great 
That you was watched that? Awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. With that was the amazing. with the uh, the the ant killed the girl in the end. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. Spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen that. I don't care. Um, yeah. So, anyways, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, but, anyways, yeah. uh, something something that I that we kind of noticed. Um, uh, fuck. In a in a chestnut man, you mean? Yeah. Chestnut killer. Sorry. The chest is that what it's called in German? And it's. It would literally be called the chestnut man killer. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, guess yeah, Mandelman yeah. doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, false expectations. Like, uh, mm-hmm. we were watching like these European shows, and especially like Dark is, uh, yeah, Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of the visual style of it doesn't. It's 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 completely different than North American TV in yeah. that like North American TV all the actors are pretty they've all got a ton of makeup on, and it's like all of the characters are written in such a way that they're like this very stylized idealized version of someone who's like constantly funny constantly witty you know like mm-hmm. um, very very one dimensional person but yeah. in the context of that scene they are absolutely killing it and mm-hmm. people consume that and then like i think because I, I, I mean i did i i i f- i had high expectations of being like really you know funny and and like having having like a really loud personality like anyone on a mm. sitcom does kind of thing and yeah. um like anyone versus when you watch like european tv they it's all super grounded. Like they're all mm-hmm. much more real and yeah. it shows like the bad sides and their struggles as well. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know if that really affects the way people grow up or not, but I, I mean, what's definitely true is that there's less, mm, there's, there's less general showmanship, I would say. Just in general, mm-hmm. not even just in movie, but also in life. There's just less about your individual persona. Just, just I and I don't want to get into this shit now. Just as an example, just compare um, American politicians to uh, most European politicians. Um, for most European politicians, people in the world wouldn't even know the name, mm-hmm. um, even though they're powerful as fuck, and even. If you know the name, uh, like with Merkel, for example, you compare the way that she acts and interacts with other politicians um, to how American presidents, for example, do it. Yeah, it's yeah. just all everything is less flashy. Everything is just just more grounded, and this also definitely applies to the movies. And yeah, but also um, there's there's another another aspect to it, which is that the Danish language is just made for making people happy. Um, I just want to, I just want to, uh, give you, give you a little quiz. So this is, this is Danish words. Okay. Okay. Literally translated uh, into English. Yeah. And you're supposed to guess what they mean. Okay. Right. So let's start off with easy ones. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, child card. Child card. Um, so child cart with a T. Oh, cart. 
Yeah. Well, that seems like a stroller. Exactly. Okay, good. Let's go to the next one. Flying machine. Uh, uh, probably an airplane. Yes. Okay, now let's go to the fun part. Uh, just It's not hard. I just, for whatever reason, it just... I just really think it's funny. <laughs> Christmas man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, see, logically, I want to say that it's it's a uh, Father Christmas or Santa yeah. Claus. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but but, but I mean, it, we were both it, imagining like this fat dude just in a superhero. <laughs> Chris, Christmas man. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. Uh, is it an elf? No, it is. It is Santa Claus. You were spot oh, okay. on, dude. Okay. Yeah, you were spot nice. on. <laughs> okay, now my personal favorite. <laughs> Get it together, friends, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Inside spraying. <laughs> Sorry, did you say insight or inside? Inside spraying. Inside spraying. Can I have can I have a clue? <laughs> All right. You might find this in your car, but you also might find this in a hospital. Air conditioning? No. <laughs> Injection. <laughs> in like a needle, like a vaccine yeah, is inside like a, spraying. Like an in exactly like an injection. Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing. I fucking love that. So, um, and then my, it's not it's not my favorite, but it's like my my second mm -hmm. uh, best thing on this list here. It's called a Smurf kick. <laughs> well, uh, well, I know what that one is. It's uh, when you take a shit on a on a swing set <laughs> and uh, top it off with a uh, Smarty, and then you. <laughs> Surprisingly, that's wrong. <laughs> Oh man, that's called flicking. That's the word for flicking. So, <laughs> flicking like with like with your with your finger, uh, you flick somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Smurf cake? Sorry, Smurf cake. Smurf Smurf, Smurf cake. It, it was Smurf cake. Oh, oh, kick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. Oh, oh yeah, okay. so, so that, that definitely explains um, why those people are so happy. I mean, if you <laughs> went around just smurf kicking people um, after getting your inside spraying um, uh, for Corona, it's, it, holy fuck, that's just, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so one last thing that I wanted to mention, um, I've recently been obsessed with this British show called Taskmaster. Oh, I've heard it, of it. You ever watched an episode? They're they're for free on YouTube, by the way. Oh, uh, really? No. Yes, it's they put a couple of seasons on it for free, and they also are releasing uh, the new episodes like just hours after they've aired on uh, British television. 
and it's it's just a perfect mix of just British dry dark humor. Uh, which so so the concept of the show is that you have a couple of celebrities, well, quote unquote celebrities. They're mostly, I think, actually, they're all comedians. Um, that they're inviting either just you know actors that are playing comedic roles or actual yeah. like stand-up comedians. It's twelve um, seasons of it, Jesus. And yes, and for a reason, dude. It's it's a brilliant concept. And uh, what they do is they, um, yeah, well, they they have like ten episodes per season, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, per per episode, they have like three, four, or five uh, tasks that they're supposed to do, and they've been filmed beforehand. Uh, in the Taskmaster house on the Taskmaster property, basically. And um, so usually there. And it's mundane tasks for the most part. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm watching them pick the prickly parts off of a cactus. Yes, for example, something like that. And um, sometimes it's just, yeah, like, for example, with the cactus, this, this was just about who can pick off more prickly stingy parts mm-hmm. um, within a certain amount of time. Um, and a lot of times, and that's really, really interesting, is that a lot of times they've, they've hidden like obvious clues or just, you know, aids that you could use. Yeah. Um, and the contestants a lot of times don't see it. Now, the really fun part is that the whole, like the whole vibe of the show is like the Taskmaster, Greg Davies, who's, who's the um, like host of the show. Yeah. Um, he is funny as fuck, um, and his like sidekick Alex. He's also like they are both like what you would imagine like British wit to to be like. They're like prime uh-huh. examples, and they are just sarcastic. They they uh, they display a uh, hatred for each other on a comedic <laughs> level, which is uh, just insanely funny. And it's it's not a, you know it's it's easy to watch it's you don't have any like dark plots or anything it's just you know shut your mind off and just enjoy and um because almost all of the the people that they have on the show there so there's the same uh, set of people for like one season and mm-hmm. uh they're usually all pretty funny and um it's it's just this this weird sadistic uh enjoyment that you get from <laughs> just watching people fail miserably at tasks under pressure um this looks pretty funny i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah, watch this definitely just watch it i would recommend you start off with season uh i think it was seven yeah seven was what i watched okay um this i didn't know any of those guys but just the fact that uh, one of the people that's there, um, Rod Gilbert, I think it's called. Um, he's from Wales, and he has quite a strong Welsh accent, actually. <laughs> and he is a very good friend of the host. And the way, like the banter that the both of the <laughs> those have is is just just that part of the show is so <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> and it's just a kind of show that I was talking to my girlfriend about that. So we watched a couple of uh, episodes together. I could not imagine something like that in uh, neither in Germany nor like the US in this capacity. Because the US, 
would immediately just take the wit out of it. Like, for sure, they yeah. would just have the typical, like, Jimmy Fallon in your face, like, face-to-cake kind or of Or it would be Ken, Ken Jong just, like, making obvious yeah. statements. Yes, 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 exactly. And just being loud and just, you know, just being obnoxious. And... Um, but then uh, in Germany, for example, we have, like any country, we have those celebrity shows and oh, they're so cringy. Are there German fun. panel shows? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. They are. And you have like people on there and it's like, I haven't watched German television in like, I would say probably like 10, 15 years. <laughs> and just recently, like a couple of months ago, I was visiting a friend and uh, they've had the TV running and it was uh, one of the big German uh, TV stations and it was a like comedy show. Like it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of a similar setting. It was like a panel of D-list celebrities um, uh, competing in like a quiz or something. I, I don't remember exactly. And you know, weird thing is I recognized every single one of them because they've been doing nothing else but just going from show to show mm -hmm. over the last 15 years that's their career now they've done something in the past like i don't know acting or like comedy or music mm -hmm. they haven't had any like recognizable and uh, acknowledgeable like uh, uh achievement throughout the last 15 years so they've just gone from show to show to show to show and fuck isn't that just a miserable existence i think they're um, all like that though even in the british ones like it's it's it almost became a self-sustaining industry where like first the best of the best comedians would go on the panel show because you're like wow you know what's better than one awesome comedian it's like a bunch yeah. of them and then yeah like more panel shows came up like it used to just be QI and have I got news for you. And then like just more and more yeah. came up. And then mo as more people like Justin got their foot far enough into the door to be funny and recognizable, they put them on a panel show. And then that's like, that's just their, their Las Vegas residency. And they just cycle yes. panel shows for eternity. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what I think is so enjoyable about the Taskmaster show as well. I can't. So, I'm obviously not British, so I I I cannot say this with 100% confidence, but I don't think that those people that are on this show are people that are like constantly on those shows. Probably a few of them. I would I would guess. There's always a couple. Like a lot of them are like accomplished comedians. Like I've Yeah, I've never watched a show of them but that's also because well they're they're british there's a lot of stuff just doesn't translate to germany anyways mm -hmm. and it also a lot of times unfortunately doesn't make it to to netflix or any of the big outlets yeah um but yeah they've they've been a, like for example this 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 rod gilbert guy that I was talking about the welch guy uh he's won like a ton of awards for like his comedy and uh i think that's that's quite cool and um yeah, so just what I'm saying is give the show a shot. Uh, it's quite cool. And um, yeah, good. So Sweet. let's conclude. Let's let's conclude today's episode. Uh, if you don't have to say any 
and anything more is there is there something important that you wanted to nope, say that's and i it. was just interrupting you okay that's okay that's of i course. am all set oh, fuck uh, i would just like to uh to shout out upstreet brewery for their pumpkin ale uh grave digger pumpkin ale it is uh exceptional beer all right uh well now that you're shouting out breweries um i want to shout out Private Landbrauerei Schönram seit 1780 Schönramer hell traditionell und handwerklich der Horm gebraut. Yeah. So, that's Gesundheit. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that's <coughs> kind of it and um, of course as always uh, shout out to all the outlets that are actually letting us host the podcast on there. <laughs> which I think it's cool because I mean there's there's a lot of raunchy stuff uh, in our podcast and I, I feel like yeah I feel we're, accepted we're, we're, we're quite okay but it's it's okay maybe one just small thing uh, I've so last last week we've, we've mentioned the the like uh, mafia ring of like um, podcast that is like a <laughs> <laughs> in a like a in a f follow for follow kind of like situation yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I I've been listening to a bunch of them and actually I gotta say some of them are quite good. They're they're amateurs. They're just like us, and you can definitely hear that. Um, but some of them are quite good, and um, so <laughs> well. <laughs> What I just noticed is that most of them are trying, I don't want to say hard, because I don't know, maybe that's just the way those people are. Um, mm. What do you mean those people? So um, they they don't necessarily like cuss a whole lot <laughs> or uh, use a lot of foul Racial language. Racial epithets. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go there. <laughs> and uh so so it's a bit uh i think we're not necessarily fitting fitting the roster right there which is which is okay for me uh because i'd rather have like a lot of fun on the podcast and not like uh you know get get big like clouds yeah on, on, on different platforms uh but but do what what we love that's, I think that's it would be. Ex I think it would be a little bit tiring to become a very popular podcast because then it would start to impact my actual like job. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about becoming that because I don't think we'll ever be. I'm more talking about <laughs> um, trying to. And a lot. Uh, of, yeah, that's very a, a lot of a lot of podcasts. I think are trying to become popular, which you you know. You do you. I mean, that's that's awesome. If you if you're if you're talented, if you want to do that, just go ahead, do that. Um, but a lot of them, I think, are trying quite hard uh, with you know not mm. swearing, not like doing all that stuff. Yes. Um, just to be more sponsor friendly or whatever. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's. I I get it if you already have a big platform, and you don't wanna don't wanna swear because a lot of your uh demography maybe is you know uh quite young that's that's cool with me yeah. if, if you want to do that that's okay if you think a 13 year old doesn't say fuck yeah then cool <laughs> you to you 
<laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't really care about that stuff. But I gotta say, what's what is quite cool is that what what I feel like is that there is genuinely, and uh, it's a lot of the podcasts that we follow and that follow us in turn, um, is that there's a lot of podcasts out there where you can feel that they're genuinely just passionate about podcasting. Whereas like for, for us, I think it's it's like a fun hobby. It's like I enjoy it every single week, but mm-hmm. I enjoy the talking to you part. The whole like producing it and like, cutting in and all that stuff yeah that's yeah, that, yeah the that's, whole process that's, that's creative it's creative through and through not just yeah not just the actual recording part exactly so yeah cool so with that uh if you've made it uh, this far which <laughs> why um just go to twitter follow us and uh be uh one of uh the first um actual like individual persons to <laughs> To follow us uh, at Friends Apart Pod at uh, uh, on Twitter, and you can also shoot us a mail um, at Friends Apart Pod at gmail.com for any uh, business uh, inquiries or, or uh, dick pics or you know whatever. You, just yeah. you do you. Just whatever makes you happy. Okay. That's right. Good. So Jason was a blast. And, Blasty blast. Uh, yeah. Talk to you next week then. Bye. All right. Bye.